Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am joined in the studio, as always, by my mortal host, Mr. Max Sorakistan Sorak. Yes, sir. That is true. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And we're down to Benji Pickens. He's not in the studio with us today, but we brought in a special guest, our good friend, Mr. Nick Hale. Mr. Nick Temporary Hale. <laughs> Mr. Nick Completely Temporary <laughs> Ephemeral Hale. Nick Unpaid Intern Hale. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, Nick. Nobody gets paid. Come no, on. No, no, no. You are get paid. Although, all... if you subscribe enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I like what you're doing. <laughs> so if you, You've got a bright future, kid. Listen, if you sign up two of your friends and they sign up two of their friends, <laughs> you still soon, get nothing. <laughs> in 24 days, the entire world will be listening to our podcast. Yes. Suckers. But, Nick, thanks for coming back. Man, and uh, joining us again. Always happy to, always happy to join you. Excellent. Well, this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn it into one half hour thereabouts mm-hmm. of podcast, podcast gold, oh, podcast gold. Oh, the podcast gold, <laughs> the podcast gold. And Max is going to tell you why it's so important and what you get when you do such things. When you turn this show into podcast gold. Pod- podcast geld. Podcast geld. <laughs> you get yourself a t-shirt. Uh, I'm not going to keep that up because I would drop please, that accent in. Please don't. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Best to know when to let things Yes, go, no, believe me, I'm, I am. I know. T-shirts, please get your t-shirt. Send us your topics. Uh, questions make the best topics. And that's how we keep this show going. So I guess if you don't want us to keep the show going, you don't. Hey, well, then you don't get a T-shirt. So, yeah, you know, send topics. So suck you. it. Twank us on the Twitters <laughs> at Ig and Un. You can hit us up on the Facebooks. Thanks message the show. Become a friend of the show and get your question to us that way. While you're streaming all the episodes and you're thinking to yourself, like, man, those dumb sons of bitches. I wish they would just talk about. And then you just send that with your topics button, what you yep. want us to talk about. Or you can email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com, and get your topics to us, get your T-shirts, tell your friends, and thanks for sending us all these topics, guys. Boom. And gals. Well, we need another topic to talk about, so uh, Nick is going to reach into the bowl of topicness all right. on, and grab something that looks good to him. Oh, come on, no oh there it is. Grab no the first whammy. one I saw. Here it is. Aha. Linda wants to know, should men put the seat down in a unisex bathroom? Interesting. I think, I think, like, your mother, Linda? I mean, I would say it's very, very possible. I think she's trying to tell you something, I feel like we're settling somebody's argument right now. I love it. I I feel like like we're settling (laughs) a domestic. Welcome to the life of an only child. (laughs) (laughs) Arbiter uh, par excellence (laughs) upon adulthood. Like, no, I would love to be actually in the middle of this situation between you Mom and Dad, please let me adjudicate. This is this is a, this is a human rights issue, is what we're dealing with. <laughs> not just okay, not just what's going on between Gary and Linda. Okay, okay, we're talking about okay the broader sense of gender entitlement, gender rights, yeah, and 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 those ex- the expectations of society regarding gender roles. Truly, the most controversial bathroom-related issue of our time. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well then there's yeah. so it's not just about sitting down on pea seats. It's not. It's, it's yeah. 
Okay. It's, you know, I think we've maybe all had that experience where you think the seat is down, it's dark, you're drunk, who knows, and you have to take a shit and you maybe sit you down. Are. And yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and, and you, you're, you're, you know, you're, you just sink too far into that bowl, your balls hit the water, and you're just like, oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think we've all had that experience. The I nightmare guess, scenario. Uh-huh. I think the, I think that's the ladies, what the ladies fear is. Is okay. that they're going to, if we leave the seat up, we don't put it down. Is that they'll just you know they'll detrouserify and sit in the water too far too much. Okay, I mean it's just polite to be quite honest. But you okay, know, put the seat back down, reset it to. But we just need to all agree what zero is on the toilet. Is the toilet with ah, the seat yes. all the way down? What is or the is factory the seat default all the way here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? That's what I'm saying. Well, both of you guys are married. Yes. So that may skew our opinion in a particular direction. <laughs> yeah. In addition I, to being married, I also grew up in a household with uh, numerous and, uh, shall we say, strong-willed uh, female persons. Ah. And uh, I have been well-trained from birth to always put the seat back down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Do lid, you lid too? Yeah. Just the seat? Lid and seat? You know, I mean, if there's something on the lid, like if there's a little cushy thing, uh, you know, just for you know decorative purposes, I will put it back down. But if there's not, I don't care. It, mm. it, presentation, really. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Nick, were you? Did you grow up? Was it just like were you like the only dude in the house as far like more or less? So you were just no. I was one of three. We were. We were. We were a three and three household. Okay, okay. Uh, but we were badly outgunned. Yes. No. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I grew up in a in a two and two. Okay. Me and my dad and my mom and my sister. Okay. So I I don't know. I don't have to speak. You you outnumbered your your the females in your household for sure. You and your dad because you know yes we did have numbers on my mom but I feel like most. As as I've witnessed most of my married friends, like it's not always about numbers. It's sometimes more about like your wife just wins. Well, I mean, it's, it's the key to any happy marriage. <laughs> and see, right? It, it, yeah. Yes, and that is a that is a refrain that you will hear from, <laughs> from uh-huh. commonly. But how often do you happy hear it the wife, other way? Happy life, right? Uh, but you know, it's... yes, dear. Right. I mean, when weighed against the momentary inconvenience of putting a seat back down versus the unmitigated horror of putting your butt in the water, right. it seems like a ethically <laughs> and from a yeah. utilitarian perspective, the easiest thing to do. Water I, which is clean. Yeah. Now, now I've always – this is actually interesting because I had this conversation with my wife a few months ago because we were talking about we – got, we got really into like, like you know uh, – how archaic chivalry is in this progressive world where the gender should be viewed as equal, but there's still certain expectations of men versus women. We weren't talking specifically about us. We are talking kind of in a broader sense. Sure. But, you know, and then the, there, you know, are, are these desires of men to, like, impress women? Like when you're, you know, a young lad out on the town, you know, trying to, to date women and impress them, you open a door for them and, you, you know, you pay for dinner and you do all this stuff. It's like, should that be expected of us? Should it not be? But anyway, when I came down, when it came, we came to the bathroom argument, and and I said, I think this is a gen- a question of genetics and genetic advantage, because I think that a man, a, a male, should be expected to put the toilet seat down because he has the genetic advantage of being able to pee standing up, and it because it's it's easier for us to urinate fast. 
You know, maybe this would less be an involved. excellent exercise for teaching people about male privilege. Yeah. It's a little bit – <laughs> We have of... this specific advantage. Yeah. And it causes us to act in a certain way. Perhaps we could act differently so as to make life not harder for people because of that. Yeah. So the trade-off okay. that you get – okay. you, you can pee standing up. Is the trade-off is you got to put the seat down. So with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. You're yes. telling me that's okay. what I'm saying. So now what if we? Okay, so keep the seat down, but then like, what if? What if we just pee all over it? Well then, well then you have to go to the extra step of like lifting the seat up to use it, because generally the process is a little more because we're better than women. You. That's what I'm hearing. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> Don't don't miss my words I, here. Sir. You heard it here first. Because uh, that's what I heard. Ben, ben Whitmore, ben Whitmore <laughs> sexist. <laughs> Hollywood Whitmore, sexist as they come. Okay. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, I think that's a fair trade-off that that like that men should be expected to put the seat down because going to the bathroom for us is less is a little more streamlined than it is for the ladies. That's fair. I, I and I whether have... that's a societal construct, I would argue that it is, or a genetic. Advantage of some kind, but like you get a bunch of <laughs> Which dudes. It like, also okay, is, in, let's be real. I'm yeah, like you know, in the army, there's no lids on the toilets. There's just a row of toilets, and you sit, to, and you know, all the dudes are sitting there shitting next to each other. In the army, in some countries, all there are holes in the ground. There's Fair no enough. question of lid. Right. Well, you know, I'm just saying, like, right. so. But men and women use those facilities the same, and it's it's, it's a non-issue because there's just a hole because equality. Yeah. So maybe we're behind the times here. Maybe. Or maybe the toilets have been Great. specifically well, constructed in such a yeah. way as to favor one janitor. Yeah. Well, gender? Uh, yes. Janitor. Word. The toilets have been configured to favor the janitor. That's <laughs> yes. I feel like the janitor that would is disagree. the janitor's only advantage. <laughs> the janitor probably doesn't. Yeah. It's like, well, the toilet needs to be twice as wide if that's, we're going to have any any real success rate here with cleaning the floors. That's interesting. You bring that up, Nick. I've never actually thought about the history of the toilet and who it was designed for. But I'm guessing it was us, probably as guys. Design, the indoor, the, the the the. I mean, given the practical outcome, it seems like a reasonable conclusion. Yeah, not maybe not with malicious intent in mind, but with a specific baseline. This is what normal is. Design around that kind a of baseline bias is what we call that. Yes, mm-hmm. which it, and it, it's and, and yeah. what causes you know the patriarchy to have so much inertia. All of those little things. Because we just we started out notice, yeah. being in charge, and and there's a lot of people who don't really, over the course of history, who have not really wanted that to change, or or have subconsciously not wanted that to change, or just <laughs> use their own experience to not even consider those. Right. I mean, who are, are of other gender, even in the sense of yeah. Once again, not being malicious, but thinking what I am is what normal is, yeah. and and just you know not examining it any further than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Fair I think enough. we yeah, we often confuse familiar with normal. Yes. And not always the case. Oftentimes it's next to normal. Oh. It's a musical. Oh, it's another musical. Musical. reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those the from the theater kid. Hey. Musical reference. Shocking. There's two of us on the podcast here now. That's uh, true. You today know, the can't... podcast, tomorrow the world. <laughs> <laughs> there are a dozen of us. <laughs> dozen. You heard it here. Oh. Um. What was the question? Oh, should should men Lids, have to put yeah. the seat down, right? I mean, but I would in a also... unisex bathroom with the, with that with that caveat. That yeah. is true. <laughs> it is in a unisex bathroom, and I I mean I I'm totally behind that, but I also think, you know, you should also check. 
right? If you you shouldn't also assume that the lid will be down every time. You kind of assume that like before you before you live with a woman like all the time, or I guess really anybody, any any long term relationship. You you just kind of assume people are are like different in the bathroom. I don't know. Like I just assumed that women were a lot cleaner in the bathroom than than my experience has led me to believe. Not specifically with my wife, like other women who have like you <laughs> know say. we got to be careful. Had about a good. This I've had I've had several. You know I've several women who have lived and shared my apartment and my bathroom. And mm-hmm. uh, when I lived in when I was in college, which is maybe not the best period of one's life to kind of examine as far as cleanliness goes. However, uh, you know, my, my friends had girlfriends who lived w- kind of extended periods of time with us. And, uh, I was always very surprised at how messy a woman's bathroom can, can actually be because I, I, I just think that my experience prior to that, you know, living with my family was my, my mom was meticulous about cleaning. Okay. And I think that she was, so I just kind of I was like, I never saw that, like, you know, the that that side of of what a lady's bathroom can be, sure. bathroom time can be. Sure, yeah. There's just stuff every little bottles of everything, just eight hundreds, hundreds of them. Stuff and hair, stuff and hair and oh, hair. Hair is That's... the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot it's of it. It turns out, it. if you have a lot of hair, you lose a lot of hair. Yeah. Who knew? That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, ladies, if you share a bathroom with anyone and you do that thing where you take the hair that comes out while you're shampooing and stick it, it stick it to the shower wall, please stop doing that. <laughs> that's fair. I feel like that's a fair trade off. Like if we're talking, I feel like we could negotiate toilet seats for. I think we do have grounds for negotiation. Hair stuck if, on. If it's to be the negotiation. surfaces. Fair enough. Yeah, that would be the you know, ladies help. We should clean up the shower a little bit more. We'll clean up the toilet a little bit more. Yeah, I, like I think it. it's a fair enough trade. The sink, the sink piece. is the sink is you know, everyone's filthy in the sink. It just <laughs> that's you know, that's everybody's filthy. problem. Yeah, that's sinks, everyone's. Sinks are good. I actually just had to clean out one of my drains, and it, I mean, those things get fucking gross in sinks. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what smells so bad. Like something dies, but in the sink. Yeah, yeah, dude, awful. Well, your hair is dying cells. Yeah, touche. Or, no. Touche. Well, yeah, your follicle's alive. Your hair is not, right? I believe that's correct. And they they just kind of keep pushing other little dead hair cells out, and that's how your hair grows. Okay. It just kind of gets longer. Okay. They just stack them. I like it. I think that's how it works. I don't really know, actually. I just know it keeps growing. Nick, is that not how it works? I I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm you still, were just shaking your head. I'm still so. caught on the mental image of like, unclogging the drain and, and that smell hitting you. Oh, it's... sorry. Yeah. No, I was ill prepared. <laughs> like I really was just like, oh, oh, oh no. yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh, what was I going to say? I had a, I had a, I had a follow up to that. But then you got me thinking about the sink Sorry, smell again. We, you know what? Just moving on. And my apologies to it's, you guys. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and to you, listener. To you, you, listener. Like I hope. I hope you're all cleaning out your drains right now. Celestial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, you should be be preventative on that shit because yeah, by the time it gets bad, and it's gross. Yeah. Yep. You just, just do like a every other month. I think bi monthly maintenance on your sink. Just go ahead yeah. and pour some Drano down there. Yeah. It's all good. Be careful if you have a septic tank. You don't want to. Got to make sure it's septic safe. Ah, uh-huh. that's throw a drain in. I'm I was sure not aware of that. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure you just saved me a big repair down the line. <laughs> <laughs> just, you got to be, be careful what you put down in a septic tank. Cause... Baking soda and vinegar mm-hmm. and some warm water. That'll help. Yes. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Some more natural. Some hippie shit. It works. You just have to do it like twice as opposed to using the chemical solution, which yeah. you do once. Yeah. yeah. Vinegar and baking soda being the, the panacea for household cleaners. For sure. I Doesn't was... really work that well on pet stains. Oh, interesting. It's a little bit of a uh, little bit of ex- life hack caveat for you here on the podcast. We're <laughs> right. all learning things today. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, so that's true. what we're here for. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, I, I need to be better about cleaning I, my bathroom mm. because, like, I actually really enjoy a, a nice, clean bathroom. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, I don't leave myself enough time in my routine to like clean the bathroom mm-hmm. to yeah and i mean that's the thing like upkeep is so much easier than like getting but even like resolving like, but even a like once a, yeah. once a week is not enough i would i would clean the bathroom every day if i wow. could if i uh somewhere your mom is listening to this and smiling no it's it's because I'm, I'm weird like i'm slowly turning into a germaphobe i'm pretty sure by the time i'm 60 i'm going to be bathing in lysol <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> that's that's like, awesome i'll just spray like mark, you down like mark summer's Okay. Yeah, Mark Summers is a germaphobe, along with Howie Mandel. There's okay. something about being like a game show host. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Touching all those just gross people. Just shows you the filthy, the filth of the <laughs> like, oh, none the of them world. are washing their hands before they spin the giant wheel. Yeah. Oh, God, no. I don't know. This is, that's what I heard. Okay. That's, that's all I that's all I heard. No, I definitely so like Nick. Were so you you were three and three. Women had a strong influence growing up. Yes. Were they neat or messy? Did living with women prepare you for being married in some sort of way. Not even in the slightest. Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say that the women I lived with were particularly neat. It was merely when I stepped out of line and, and made a mess that was peculiar to me. That was unacceptable. Ah, the, the pile ah, of clothes ah, in the corner that belonged to, you know, my sisters and, you know, all the hairs my mother left in the sink. Those sure, were sure. all fine. Sure, sure, sure. But God forbid I should leave uh, the seat up. But your fucking tennis shoes are right <laughs> in the walkway. God damn it. I hear you. Yeah, because I'm totally... Which may or may not be representative of our experiences uh, yeah, uh, among all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I because I, Ben, when you were talking about... I mean, I feel like that was one of the great lies about, like, I just assumed when I was a kid that women, all women, were clean and neat, which, of course, is a terrible assumption to make about anybody. Like, you know... But, you know, based on my experience thus far... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disney I... movies? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> um Yeah. And that's just not the case. There are some truly filthy women in the world, and God bless them all. Absolutely. And there are truly filthy dudes, and there's clean, there's, you know, neat freak guys and neat freak girls, and, like, it has nothing to do with gender. Yeah. I really think it is. And And again, like... You know, college is is an eye opening experience in for a lot of reasons for, for a lot of people, and just kind of you know being out on your own in general, not necessarily going to college, but that happened. You know, some people that that is their first experience out on their own is college. Uh, but but again, I don't think that as we're all getting our footing as adults, you know, and kind of figuring out what it is to you know have to deal with things like cleaning up your own bathtub and right. You know, like that. I don't think it's a really a good measure. So I kind of no. I'm sure that a lot of the girls that I you know spent a time with in college are far better at you know 
being adu- at adulting. Well, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> there's there's nobody stopping you from eating Smucker's strawberry jam with a spoon for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. And then after a few very difficult trips to the bathroom, you never want to lay eyes on it again, and your emotional maturity levels up. <laughs> yes. yes. You gain XP, friends. Interesting. I like it. It's true. No, I mean, I remember being in college and, like, girlfriends of, like, who I was living with would be the ones cleaning our bathroom. Like, we just let it go to... You know, like toxic. To yeah. Oh god. Like, like, yeah. Just like, uh. Yeah, and like now, I remember right, I cringe. Right, exactly. I remember how those the toilet would get, man. Like, yeah. Because you would just like the seat wouldn't go down for several months. Yeah. And then just it kind of gets this like caked yeah. on kind of. You just need a pressure washer or something. <laughs> yeah. To like clean it up. Because yeah. it's just three dudes I'm not living sure in a bachelor pad. Rust or poop, but either way. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta go. Yeah. What, yeah. what really messes with your head is uh, if you've reached that plateau of wanting to keep your own toilet clean, and then you visit a friend who hasn't quite gotten there yet. Yes, dude, for that, sure. It's like it, it's 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 kind of viscerally unpleasant just because you're both disgusted, and it re- reminds you of when you were disgusting. And, sure, but look how far we've come. Right. Look. I mean, that's that's the yeah. other. What turns it? What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Uh, I don't know. Go. Just go. Is something about isn't that like it's like one of the women's rights? One of the women's rights movement was like, "Baby, look at you now." That's something like that. Like, like look how far you've come, but baby, baby, look at you now. I don't know. It's a song or something. Oh, okay. I feel like it's an anthem. I don't know. I like Maybe it. I'm wrong. I'm in. But as I was, that's what I was thinking. When okay. I think, look back to those days. Okay. And actually, like I eat much healthier now because of my wife, and and so like. I would never choose to eat broccoli or, you know, like <laughs> Brussels sprouts or all, any other shit that I like to eat now that I'm like, this is actually good. And then if I like – I think about how I ate when I lived in New York. Like I literally – because that was – you know, I was – when I was in college, I felt like I was – looking back, I felt like I was rich because I had I had that sweet like college scholarship money. You know, mm-hmm. I could like afford to go get Chinese food and, you mm-hmm. know, eat like order pizza four times a week or whatever, you know. And then I didn't do much cooking in college. I wasn't very good at that. Um, sometimes I would. Maybe once a week we'd all you know share in the cooking and have a meal together our roommates. But, man, I, when I live in New York, I look back at that diet and I'm like, it's a wonder I'm not dead. Like I I literally would – I would eat Raisin Bran, pancakes, <laughs> and uh, – and I switched to Raisin Bran. I had to switch to the off brand, not the real Raisin Bran. Sure. Do you remember what it was because called? Could, no, it was like, it was like, I don't know, Raisin Flakes or something <laughs> yeah, like okay, that. Okay. It was like awful. Okay. But it was, but it was cheaper, goddamn. Sure. It. And, and that was literally what I would eat. I would eat cereal and or pancakes and or ramen noodles. And that was mm-hmm. like the three staples of my diet. And then I would usually have one meal out on a lunch break during mm-hmm. work. But sometimes it would just be like leftover food that people like that was going to, you know, be marked out at the end of the day. And I just sure. like buy the employee discount like cookie because mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked at a coffee shop. So it was like cookies and sandwiches, like breakfast sandwiches. Sure. Shit like that. Croissants and pastries. No, this was nothing. There was a Seattle's best coffee shop. It was not. It wasn't even like not Seattle's actual the, best. Coffee. Yeah, no, it was just like <laughs> just a clever name. They're just the we were we were we we were Seattle's best because we were a year before Starbucks incorporated. So that's the only reason that we <laughs> you showed could them. get that name. Ah, 
But then Starbucks bought them, and so it was basically just like Starbucks by any other name with different coffee beans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like they literally get the training book was the Starbucks training book. It was like it's like so you've decided to work for Scratch Out Seattle's like best. X. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah. So we like the coffee filter because we would go to Starbucks and borrow like their coffee filters when we ran out because we had the same coffee maker that they did. Sure. And, you know. But the the beans were all different. It was just like but the equipment was all the same. Okay. That was it. I, uh, yeah, it wasn't until actually being, getting out of a long-term relationship and living with a woman for a while that caused me to be as clean and as much of a cook as I am now, because, you know, it turns out we are adaptable creatures and we get used to certain conditions and standards of living. <laughs> yeah. What? It's either this or you starve to death. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like, but I don't want to go back to just eating PB and J's and like, oh, Wow, I live in filth. I guess I should, I guess I should do something about that because no one else will. Yeah, you kind of go on that downward spiral. I remember going through several in my life. You break up with, then you just kind of wallow in your own filth for a while because no one's there to do your laundry, and mm-hmm. you know, and then suddenly you're like, oh shit, I got to do this again. Mm-hmm. I got to take care of myself. I got to become a human. Mm-hmm. It was a really unpleasant place uh, a few years ago. I was wallowing in filth. I was in the wallowing in filth stage of my emotional development. And I had a roommate who was also in that stage. Oh, and oh everything was a standoff. Beautiful yes. double helix. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. So who's going to vacuum the living room? lighter day in that apartment for <laughs> several weeks. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to vacuum the apartment? Is it going to be the person you know, who you know left ash all over the place where they were smoking weed with the friends? Or the person with a bird who's shitting everywhere? <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, it, <laughs> The viewers at home are, are free to speculate on who was who. On who was <laughs> whom. Uh, yeah, dude, I always lost that game. Mm. And I still lose it. Even, like, when I try to play it now yeah, on a I different scale. First. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, fuck that. I'm just going to leave all the dishes in the sink. Blah, 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 blah. But then, no, I would just sit there and they would bother me to the point where it's like, okay. Did no, I tell I'm you about, about the, the rat fiasco? Have I told that story on this podcast? <sighs> I don't know, man. We've recorded like three hundred and some of these Dude, things. Dude, I, I feel like we have. And, and oh. Kevin and Kevin and Matt probably have a different recollection. Of this. <laughs> was this? Was there because... a gun involved in this? <laughs> there was not. A, there was a grill. Well, fork. I'm interested. There was a grill fork involved. <laughs> was there a story about you shooting guns at rats somewhere else in a trailer out in the woods? Oh yeah, okay. that was a that was a story. <laughs> that was such that an was interesting life. <laughs> a different set of friends. Okay, yeah. but that was at at this guy's uncle's yeah, farm. Yeah, great. But you know what? I want to hear about the grill fork rack. Okay. <laughs> so please. So so one summer, so I I lived for all four years. Well, not all four years. I guess three years. My last three years of college, because uh, freshman year I did the dorm thing, and that was just a misstep in general. And uh, but I moved in with my good friends Kevin and Matt, who I love like brothers. They are my family, and I I still to the, I love you guys if you're listening. But uh, we had some growing up to do and adulting to learn uh, when we were living in our bachelor pad. We lived in two different apartments. The second one was a much better one. Uh, it was much nicer and it stayed a lot cleaner. But we, we had a few missteps. And it was kind of a shitty apartment complex uh, that later on led to a bed bug infestation in the entire building. Oh, that you guys That's were a story for another patient time. Zero? Excellent. That's why I don't think we were patient zero. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was the downstairs people mm-hmm. because it I don't know, but the we'll, bugs own the building. Well, at no, because anyway. well, here's the thing: the bed bugs, the bed bugs didn't show up until we got back from. We had been gone for two weeks, all of us, uh-huh. and we came back, and there were bed bugs in the apartment. So I don't uh, think it was us. Okay, it could have been. I mean, maybe they gestated for two weeks, and it, they just bl- exploded when we got back. It could. I don't. Anyway, so 
But one time, one had what had happened was so we had the the terrible habit as filthy college kids did was we didn't want to take the trash out to the dumpster on the other end of this huge apartment complex. All the way over there. It was like, it was a long way. I don't know how long it was. See yourself still defending it. In yes, my please head. go. <laughs> so anyway, so our, our terrible, terrible habit in central Florida, mind you, uh, was to tie up the garbage bag and put it on the balcony of our apartment. Oh, the oh back. no. And and so it would get to a point, and then someone would buckle and would take the trash out, like five or six bags of it, mm-hmm. you know, over the course of a couple of weeks. And there was one time when it had just kind of – it was the end of the semester, so I'm sure we were all busy with finals and just kind of being gross and whatever. And, and we probably threw a party and had a bunch of trash. But the, the pile had gotten a bit out of control, and I think I – and this is my recollection of it. I'm sure Kevin and Matt have a different recollection. I was the first one to, like, go home for the the summer or whatever. I was going to go. I was the first one to leave. And, you know, I was leaving that Tuesday and they were going to leave that Friday or whatever. You know, like, they were going to go home too. And and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and I, whatever the particulars of it, I, I didn't take the garbage out because I thought that they were going to do it. You and But the man. pile had gotten to a point where it was probably 25 bags yes. out on the – it was it was like yes. hoarder esque. And so, on this he, and so this is like so the balcony no bigger than this room. Twenty five like bags. Probably, we're talking like May in Florida. Uh, maybe? Yeah, this was June? like April, May. Right, like, so like hot as so balls. Bag one there, has been marinating for roughly soaking in its own juices for several weeks at this point. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Stick with us, Nick. And, we're uh, almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> I know we're almost at time too, so I'm gonna try to finish the story. So I I was also so I left. And then I had to come back to the to Gainesville for some reason. Uh, I think I was just stopping in at the apartment, and I was, I don't know, probably seeing some girl or something. But uh, so I got to the apartment, and it had been a couple weeks since everyone had left. Okay. And it, was, it was probably, you know, two and a half weeks since I left All and right. two weeks since they left. So and bag, the trash still wasn't taken out. So bag one has been there on the magnitude of, like, months yeah. at this point. Going on going on probably a month at least, month and a half. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Like, it, it was okay. probably from cool. a while ago. Uh, Several layers deep yes. at this point, you know, mm. kind of piled in the corner. Sedimentary so, trash. And I'm like, and I'm like, fuck, man. I was really pissed. I was like, God damn it. I thought they were going to take the fucking trash out. And this is where I think our stories would differ a little bit. <laughs> they probably were like, Ben was supposed to take the trash out. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I don't know the particulars. I feel like we've all grown as people since then. And we've, <laughs> we've, we've since made our amends. With One the certainly. And, uh, but what ha- happened was, so I walked in, and whether or not this was the source of the bed bugs, I don't know. So I walked out to the trash, and I started moving a couple bags to, like, take out to the, the car. And I heard something. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it was like a little like a little skitter. And I was like, shit. Because my first thought was snake. I was like, oh, shit, there's a snake in there. But then – and so, so as I started moving more and more bags, there there were, like, I would see more and more skittering. And I was like, oh, fuck. And there were rats like dozens of rats <laughs> living in this God. pile of trash because I picked up the bags and I would see like a little, like a hole, like nibbled in the side of one. Ooh. And then as I got deeper in the pile, more and more holes, some of the bags were completely disintegrated by that point, just chewed to all shit. And I was like, fuck, they can't, I can't let them get in the house. So I shut the screen door and I look around and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm surrounded by like, literally they were running across the floor and like, I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. What do I do? And we had a grill on the, on the, we had a grill on, out on our patio. And and, and the only thing that was there was a grill fork. And so I grabbed the grill fork and I shit you not, 
within it took me about ten minutes, but I killed seventeen rats. <laughs> seventeen rats. Oh my god. Like I'm not talking like like gu- these fuckers were guinea pig sized, man. <laughs> And I was like stabbing them like my ne- I was Conan the Barbarian. I was just like, Bleh! was there like, like I just have this image of like blood splattering and just it was horror, the most horrifying thing in the world. And and it was later that summer. I think we w- we ended up going to we went out of town all of us on this big trip for school, and we came back, and then we all had bed bugs later on. So it was like it was like maybe the rats were the cause of it. I don't know. Dude. And that's the story of how Ben <laughs> caught the bubonic plague. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I could think about when I was killing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to catch a plague and I'm going to die. I'm going to kill you know. first, rat. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, it was it was, it was was a grill fork, you know, the 18-inch long, like, wow. like double-prong fork, just that's like stabbing them left and right. Gnarly. It was, like, <laughs> it was frightening. Jesus, Ben. I, did you, did yeah. you like go into a barbarian rage? I, or I, were it, you... was, it was I, – I saw red for a little while. I was like, no. Nah! <laughs> it was like you know in Kill Bill, it was like, wah, wah, like the sirens are going <laughs> off. <up. laughs> yeah, right. it was like that. Wow. <laughs> anyway, that's the story. That's what. So, so should I have to put the seat down after all that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ideally, your We're toilet should not be attracting rats. <laughs> if it's attracting rats, try putting the seat, seat down. down. Just, maybe, that's all. I maybe it'll say. help. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Max Sarakistan Sarak. Uh, yeah, I am all for putting the seat down in exchange for getting the shower hair off of the wall and shower yeah, door. It's a fair trade. And I'm I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and I, 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 endorse, I approve that message. Uh, and thanks to our special guest in the audience in the studio. What? Mr. Nick Hale. <laughs> I'm also in the audience. <laughs> in the audience. Every now and then. Hey, make sure you subscribe uh, on whatever podcast you listen to us on. Hit that little subscribe button. Make sure you send us your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com or download all the podcasts and check it out at ignorantuninformed.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed, or you can twink us on the Twitter. Send us a topic that way, at ig and un. We're going to be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot-ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off. And your grill fork. Peace off. <laughs> oh.